Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 60, How to Change Your Life by Changing Your Words. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, activating destinies, awakening dreams. We want to see you healed, your mind renewed and transformed. We want to see you discover and engage all that God has created you to be. My name is Brian Holmes, and it's great to have you with us on the program, and we are looking forward to a phenomenal day together. We're talking about how to revolutionize, transform your life simply by changing your words. I hope you're ready. Let's get started, everybody. Great to have you with us today on the program. I am excited to be back with you again. Can you believe that we are on the cusp of Thanksgiving and then about two minutes after Thanksgiving is Christmas? And this year, 2014, is coming to a very swift end. And this is the time of the year that I trust you're looking back on your year. You're reflecting. You're assessing. How did you do? Did you accomplish your goals? Did you remain focused on that which was most important? Are you functioning at 100%? Were there some tragedies this year, some difficulties this year, maybe some things that set you back a little bit? How did you respond to those? What are you going to be doing going forward in 2015? I'm telling you, it's going to be here before you know it, and this is the time to begin looking toward that. And one of the things that I believe is so important as we look to the future and consider how we can do better and accomplish more and live more abundantly is really looking at our hearts, looking at our beliefs, looking at our mindsets, and looking at our words. Someone once said, what you say is what you get. And I'm not sure who came up with that originally. I've heard it all my life. But I really believe this is true. Our thoughts that we continually entertain lead us to believe certain things about life, about relationships, about our ability to succeed or do well. It really is the governor that leads us to the outcomes that we have in our life. And those beliefs tend to be expressed in the way we conduct conversations, conversations internally with ourselves, conversations we have with ourselves even when we speak out loud. I don't know about you, but I do talk to myself every now and then. And also the things that we say habitually, sometimes unconsciously, that we say to other people. And we don't realize that those words, those things that come out of our heart and out of our mouth, they have tremendous creative power. So I want to ask you today, have you ever intentionally turned up the volume to your voice? And I don't mean the physiological volume as far as how someone else hears you. I'm talking about figuratively, metaphorically, have you turned up the volume and raised your awareness of what's coming out of your mouth? I'm I'm reminded right now of, I wish I had this movie clip, 
of one of the Rush Hour movies where the character says, do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? And that's what I want you to know. Are you hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth? Are you even really consciously aware of the significance, the weightiness, the creative power that is coming out of your being and being expressed in words? You know, I think all of us might be a little shocked if we walked around all day with a recorder and then had to go back and listen to our own monologue, our own dialogue, the conversations taking place from within our being. What are you creating with your words? You know, life, poverty, success, failure, good relationships, bad relationships, good experiences, bad experiences. What what are you setting in motion by speaking out of your mouth? So on today's program, I want to share with you some principles concerning how to change your life by changing your words. I believe this is a key to a successful and prosperous new beginning. Well, as we often do, we we want to lay a bit of a biblical foundation here for this topic. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. It contains principles and life-giving input that if we would simply follow the manual... Uh, it might actually lead us to great places. So here are a few passages to consider as we talk about how to change your life by changing your words. Proverbs 18.21. Boy, this is a big one. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Man, that is just, if you stop and think about that, that means you can produce death or life through your words. One of my favorite passages in the entire Bible is Genesis chapter number one for many reasons. But I want you to think about this recurring theme that we see in the first 24, 25 verses of that chapter. Then God said, let there be. And there was God himself, whom we are patterned after. We are, were created in his image. We're like him. We have the same characteristics. When he spoke, he created that which was not prior to him speaking. And another passage is James 3. So also the tongue, verse 5, by the way. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire. The very world of iniquity, the tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. With our tongue, we bless the Lord our Father. And with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. From the same mouth, blessing and cursing. Wow. 
Well, I think we see here in Scripture that there is certainly a biblical basis for the idea that what we say produces life or it produces death. Our words create, whether we like it or not. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We will eat the fruit, literally eat the fruit of the seed that we sow by way of the words that come out of our mouth. The tongue, that is our mouth, it's a metaphor. That tongue is a rudder and it steers us in the direction of our future. Meaning, if if I am not careful concerning my words, I will be headed toward the very thing that I'm speaking from my mouth. In 2007, I traveled to Seattle, Washington, and I went there to attend a very powerful training that was offered by the Pacific Institute. Lou Tice, who is now passed on from this life, is an amazing entrepreneur, a businessman, a trainer, a teacher, a communicator, a man who had great passion concerning beliefs and understanding how to frame our words. He had gone through a personal process years before I went to Seattle to meet with him that helped him to discover really that most of the challenges that we face have little to do with people or things outside of ourselves. They have to do with our beliefs and maybe more importantly, the words that we speak. Whether the conversation is going on inside our our mind or whether it's happening out loud where everyone else can maybe hear it. Our word, the words, the expressions that come out of our heart and are expressed outwardly carry tremendous power, more than you can even begin to realize. In fact, I believe our words have creative power. I believe our words actually cause things to happen. I guess this means that we can literally create with our mouth. I'll take it a step further. I believe that we are every day creating with our mouth. We can can actually speak into existence what our heart believes to be true, and that is good or bad. I am convinced after working with people for as many years as I have that very few people master the art of controlling their tongue. And I believe this is true because very few people are really in touch with that which is in their heart. You you can't control what's going to come out. It's going to come out. Whatever's in your heart will come out. In fact, the Bible says that out of the abundance, whatever's filling your heart up, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, whatever is in your heart is going to come out of your mouth one way or the other. So the question is, what are you saying? The question is, what are you creating? How can we get a handle on the conversation that's taking place internally and being expressed externally? How can we get a handle on that and guide it towards a more godly and a more desired outcome? How can we align our our hearts, our minds, and our words with what heaven knows to be true about us so that our experience, 
our future, our destinies will look like what God intended? Well, I believe it starts with your belief systems. Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Another passage tells us, if you confess with your mouth and believe something in your heart, it will be established, period. That means if you believe something and you say something, it will happen. We've talked many, many times on this program about your belief systems, and I'm sure this won't be the last time that we mention this, but we act in accordance with the truth as we believe it to be at a heart level. Now, I know people, I know some people, uh, maybe some religious people, but I know all kinds of people that confess or affirm many things. So you can say all the right things and not have that aligned or really believe it in your heart, and it won't happen. But if you believe it and you confess it, you're going to see it. You're going to see it manifest and happen in your life every single time. So our job is as it were, is to challenge limiting and paralyzing belief systems and align ourselves with the truth as God sees it and then get our tongue cooperating with those beliefs, with that truth. So number one, it starts with a belief. Number two, we have to bridle the tongue. We have to bridle the tongue. And that's a a, a term that comes, of course, from horsemanship and you see a bridle or a bit that is put in a horse's mouth, and it, it's a, an instrument by which we can control the direction of that thing. So we have to do that by becoming more aware of, number one, our self-talk. You say, what a, what's self-talk? Let me tell you what. There are thousands upon thousands of thoughts that are being entertained or processed in your mind and in your heart every single day, many of them on the unconscious level. And that self-talk is repeating, it's regurgitating, it is it is recycling old beliefs, old thinking, limiting thinking, uh, self-fulfilling prophecies. It's just this constant thing taking place. And we, we have to first get a hold of the internal voice before really the external voice makes a whole lot of difference. We have to catch ourselves thinking limiting thoughts. We have to catch ourselves saying limiting and destructive things. We have to bridle our tongue. We have to get a hold of this thing and really, really control it. The apostle Paul said, gird up the loins of your mind. Why loins? Well, loins in any gender is representative of that which creates or reproduces. It's the loinal region of the human anatomy that when utilized as God intended, procreates. It creates new life. It creates new things. It brings to life something that we have not presently or heretofore been aware of. And so when we have to gird up the loins of our mind, we have to actually control the many, many thoughts, these, by the way, I'm talking about voices and I'm talking about words. Words are not always expressed outwardly. Most of the words we deal with are taking place internally on the unconscious level. We have to catch ourselves and gird up the loins of our mind. We have to get control of the thoughts and the words that are being regurgitated. 
that are keeping us from becoming everything that God intends. How do you do that? Well, I think we have to be very intentional, and I know everybody's busy and what have you, but I think we have to meditate and really think in terms of, all right, today I'm going to be conscious of my thoughts. And the moment something wells up in me and I say something or I think something, I'm going to catch that thought. I'm going to quarantine that thought. I'm going to take every thought captive, and I'm going to assess, is this a healthy thought or is this an unhealthy thought? Is this a empowering thought or is this a limiting thought? Is this a word that I'm speaking internally or externally that is going to produce life or is it producing death? say, Brian, you know, I don't talk like that. Well, I bet you you do. Here's some, I'm going to give, give you, a, I'm going to rattle through a laundry list of examples of things that people say that we just take so frivolously and so for granted as if nothing's really going to take place because of it. But let me share with you some things that I hear often. And a few of these I've said myself, this drives me crazy. This stresses me out. You drive me crazy. These, these kids are driving me up the wall. I'm going over the edge. I can't handle this. I just can't take it anymore. This makes me so angry. I'm so angry. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm freaking out. This freaks me out. I'm losing my mind. I'm just sick and tired. I love that one. I don't know why a country uh, a country voice uh, always comes out of me when I say, I'm just sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of all of it. I'm sick and tired. This makes me sick. You make me sick. Well, if there's a bug, I'm going to catch it. Well, this runs in my family, so I guess I'll probably get it too. I never feel good. I'm always hurting or sick. My head is always hurting. My joints are giving me grief. (laughs) Ain't nothing got the power to give you grief unless you give it the power to give you grief. How about this one? My daddy had high blood pressure, so I guess I will too. Well, I knew my husband and wife couldn't remain faithful to me. My family, they fight like cats and dogs. My mom and dad didn't make it, so I guess I probably won't. My marriage won't last either. My husband can't love me. I don't know how to love. All my relationships always work out like this. I always pick the bad ones. My family will never understand me. My dad will never love me. My dad will never approve of me. I I have always been a misfit. And I always will be. I don't fit anywhere. I don't fit into anybody's mold. My parents don't love me. My children don't listen to me. My kids don't respect me. I can never make ends meet. I can't afford it. Oh oh oh! We can't afford that. We can't afford it. I can't afford to go to that conference and learn something. I can't afford it. I don't have enough money to save money. I'll never get out of debt. I give up. I always, it, this always happens to me. Victim, victim, victim. I knew there was going to be trouble. I'm just clumsy anyway. If it, if it can go wrong, it's going to go wrong. I'm a bull in a china closet. Accident looking for a place to happen. What's the, here's some dangerous ones. What's the use of living? Over my dead body. I'd rather die than go on the way I am. I'd rather be dead than have to deal with this. You get the picture? And there are thousands of other little one-liners that I could share with you. I've got lists of them. Jesus in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 to 37 says, You brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out of his good treasure that which is good, and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. What does he mean? It just simply means that you're going to be held accountable for your words because you're going to see the result your words have produced. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we say things all the time that come back and bite us in the you-know-where. Our words literally are like boomerangs. We throw them out there. But at some point, they turn back and they're coming for us. You say, but I didn't even really mean it. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. I truly believe, and boy, I've been dealing with this in my own life of late because I've noticed some things coming out of my mouth that are a little bit edgy, that are a little bit harsh, that are a little bit uh, judgmental and and maybe even angry. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that stuff must be in my heart because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, that those idle words escape your mouth before you think. You, you don't even think consciously about opening your mouth, but boom, there it is. It's coming from the heart. And negativity, man, this is another thing. Negativity is the source from which so many self-imposed prophecies and curses originate. You see, by speaking negative words, we're shutting ourselves off from the good, the blessing, the power, the will of God, the, the plan of God, the things that he has planned for us that are great, man, we're actually closing ourselves off from those because we have confessed something other than that. By decreeing negative statements, we're literally sealing our fate. So, yeah, what we say, we actually do get it. Our words literally control the course of our life. Our words literally do have creative power. We can create good or we can create not so good. I believe our words are literally tied to the destiny that God has placed on our lives. And so we're either speaking in alignment with what God has spoken concerning us or we're speaking against it. One of the things we have to do is we have to come into agreement, literally come into agreement with what Father thinks about us, what he says about us. And there's no way to really do that without becoming, first of all, more aware. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. I want to encourage you. I want to I give you permission to begin to listen. Begin to be aware, to really seek and expose any place in your heart that's generating words that are destructive, words that are life-taking, words that are detrimental to your forward progress, to your realization of what God has for you. So, Brian, how, how do we do this? What's the way forward? What's the plan? Well, I don't have a formula. But I have a few things that I think might help you. Number one, I've mentioned this several times. Number one, listen. We have to really tune in to the conversation taking place inside of our heart, inside of our head, and we have to listen to the words that are coming out of our mouth. And when we hear words that are life-taking, number two, we have to call out we got to call it out. No, 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 wait a minute. That's not that's not true. I That came out of my heart because I believe something that's erroneous, but I will not accept that. You have to call it. You have to capture it. You have to arrest it. Call it out. Identify the words that are life-taking. Number three, 
you repent. Not just of the words you've spoken or thought, but repent of the belief that led to the freedom to speak those words. Father, I'm sorry. I repent. I I reject, categorically, I reject the essence of what just came out of my mouth. That is not your will. That is not your plan. That is not what you have for me. That is not even in your wheelhouse concerning my life. You never expected that from me. And so, therefore, I'm not going to expect that for my own life. I repent. I walk away from this. I Forgive me for this thought. And, God, give me the grace to receive something different now. So you listen. You call it out. And you repent. Number four, now you're in a position to receive truth. What does God know to be true? Ask him, God, now this just came out of my mouth, and this is what I've believed about this, but I know you know something I don't know, so I open my heart, I open my mind to receive the truth as you see it. And I promise you, if you ask for that bread, that revelation, he will not give you a stone. And then, number five, you replace. Listen, call it out, repent of it, Receive truth and then replace. How do you do that? You replace the old beliefs and the old thinking and the old words by creating statements of confession and affirmation that over time will take command of your creative power. You have to put truth deeply embedded in your heart. Get the right truth, God's truth, in there, and you begin to confess that, affirm that, and over time, that becomes your belief, and then it takes over that creative power that God gave you in the beginning. So to recap, your words carry tremendous power. You have no idea that Every thought you think, every word you speak, every conversation you have, even internally, is literally crafting and creating your tomorrow. And so I challenge you, if you're serious about having a more powerful 2015, if you are really serious about making a giant quantum leap toward a new and powerful you, change your words. How do you do that? You listen. You turn up the volume. You become more aware. Number two, when you hear things that are life-taking, you arrest those thoughts. You arrest those words. You call it out. You identify it. Write it down. Jot a note of it. And then go to the Lord with it and say, I repent. I am not going to receive this in my life any longer. I'm not going to have this taking place. I'm not going to be affirming this in my life. I am someone different. I have more capability. I have more power than that. And then, Lord, number four, I want to receive truth. What do you know about me? What do you know? What's the truth concerning this issue? What's the truth concerning this relationship? What's the truth concerning my job, my career, my business? What's the truth concerning my ministry? What do you say about my life and everything that pertains to it? Receive truth. And number five, once you get that truth and you have had that download, then you begin to replace the old beliefs, the old words with new ones. And you do that by literally creating statements of confession and affirmation, profession, decrees, whatever you want to call them, and you begin to recite those over and over and over again several times a day, as many times as you can grab an index card or an iPhone or whatever you have them on and just read them out loud, out loud, out loud, out loud, because over time those things become rooted 
They become such a vital part of who you are, your very essence. And then you begin to produce life from life. You begin to produce truth from truth. And God wants to see you do exactly that. Well, if you'd like to comment on this episode, go to brianholmes.com forward slash zero six zero. Go to the show notes for the episode, scroll down to the comment section and engage with us there. What are you doing to challenge limiting beliefs? What are you doing to arrest words and patterns and things that keep coming out of your mouth? What are you doing to grab a hold of and bridle your tongue? Let us know. Help someone in the community to understand what you're doing. Believe me, whatever you're going through, someone else is as well. And I believe with all of my heart as a community, we can help each other go to the next level. I want to hear from you, your comments, your questions, and of course, your engagement. Well, I mentioned at the front of the show that there are several very wonderful things taking place. Gosh, I just want to tease you a little bit. Well, before I do that, let me tell you that next week, that is Wednesday, November the 5th at 7 p.m. Central Time here in the U.S., I'm going to be offering a very powerful webinar about seven ways, seven keys to navigating through life's transitions. Seven keys to navigate through life's transitions. I know it's going to be relevant to you. I know it's going to be something powerful. Everyone I'm talking to right now is sharing with me that they are dealing with some level of transition. So I'm going to try to help you with that give you seven real important principles and keys that will help you as you go from faith to faith, glory to glory, level to level. It's going to be help to you. Well, a couple of things, man, that are coming up next week on the podcast. We're going to be talking about creating your world through the power of affirmations. We're going to take this program to the next level by bringing you the next step, talking about affirmations. You won't want to miss that. Also, in a few weeks, I've been I've been teasing you, going to be launching our brand new website. I'm so pumped. I'm actually releasing a new ebook called The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living and Building Your Life by Design. Going to be awesome. Well, subscribe to the email updates and iTunes and all those things. Engage with us on every level at brianholmes.com. God bless. We'll see you back here next week.